Welcome to the Madera Tribune Podcast. I'm your host, Nugasay Gabrendrius, and today we are doing a special edition, um, co-hosted, I should say, by Katrina Solis, sales and marketing executive here with the Madera Tribune. Katrina, do you want to go ahead and take it away for, for us here? For sure. Thank you, Nugasay. Right now, I have two lovely women sitting in front of me, and I'd like to introduce them. Um, they are the real estate sisters, Vera and Nada, who put the pro in pro-realty. Nada and Vera. Hi, my name is Vera Coffin. I'm a real estate broker. I've been doing business in Madera since 1984. Madera's my home. Madera real estate's my life. And I'd like to turn you guys over to my little sister, Nada. Hi, I'm Nada Stevich, and I am a, a broker associate. Uh, I've been in the business for 18 years and I look forward to being in it for another 18. Thank you, Nada and Vera. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys today. Some of our viewers, um, I asked questions and they want some answers, first time home buyer answers that they want to ask real estate, so I asked them to chime in and send me some questions. And one of the questions that our viewers had today was, what should you ask before buying your first home? Well, I think the first thing you need to figure out is what are your needs? What are your specific needs and what do you qualify for? What do you think, Nada? I think getting pre-approved with a lender or your bank, whichever you choose, is very important so you can know what you can afford. Do you find it that a lot of first-time home buyers look at homes that are beyond their means? A lot of what I've found is that uh, with a first-time home buyer especially is they're kind of nervous and they're talking to everybody but there's kind of staying away from and shying away from getting pre-approved first and the problem is they end up looking at something that they can't have and then they get disappointed so I found that if you get if you do it in the right steps which is first get pre-approved or pre-qualified anyway then start looking in the area that you want then get to your real estate agent what do you think not a um, I like to see them get pre-approved and then immediately call me with the dollar amount and we'll start looking for the best house that we can find in the area they like with the amount of size, rooms, whatever that they can afford. You know, that brings me to my next question, actually a good segue, is how long does it approximately take from once you're pre-approved to where you actually find the home that fits you until the closing and you get the key in your hand? In the market right now, what we have is what's called uh, seller's market, which means that there are more buyers than there are sellers, or in other words, there's more people that want to buy a house than there's actual houses available. So once we know what your price range is and what your needs are, and if you're a first-time buyer, sometimes there's programs out there for you. Sometimes there's not, but once we have those things, then we know what we're looking for. From the time you actually go into contract, to the time the escrow closes will be somewhere between 30 and 60 days. Nada, I have a question for you now. Let's see if you can get this question. What does it mean when there are multiple offers on the table and what should a buyer do if there's multiple offers on the table? Okay, so that's a tough one. And, and right now in this marketplace, we are seeing homes that are collecting multiple offers and I find the house is under 300000 more so. So if there are, for example, six offers on the table, 
for say a three hundred thousand dollar house, um, probably paying three hundred is not going to do it. So you'll have to go higher. Number one. Number two, you need to look at the analysis of the, of the other homes around the area, what they went for. Um, so you'd have to be willing to go higher based on those numbers. And um, you know, there's you just it's hard because you offer 10 or 20 percent over and you still may not get it but you, you keep the faith because eventually what's supposed to be will be vera you've been in the real estate market now for 38 years you owned your own business you're a broker nada you've been in the market for 18 years you worked and worked through all the different ups and downs in the market the next question is how does the market differ now than 10 years ago? Well, 10 years ago, it was really low. We were down probably at our lowest level then. I think it, 10 years ago, you could buy, I think we lost like, right now we're 60% above where we were 10 years ago. So now what you have is you've got an appreciated market, but also our cost of goods have gone up, labor has gone up, Fuel has gone up, so everything's gone up. But 10 years ago, we were at the bottom of the market, or just about at the bottom. 10 years ago was kind of the beginning of the stabilization after the global financial crisis and the banking center of 2007, which created foreclosures. Now we have a bit of a, and, and those foreclosures were often because they made loans that maybe the person really couldn't afford with the subprime market or things like that. How, if I were to buy a home now, compared to 10 years ago, and with the economy changing as it is, and I believe in 2008 or 2009, you guys know more about how the market was, do you see a bubble forming? Or do you see market housing still go up in value and not decrease? You know, I don't have a crystal ball, but what I can tell you is that the cost of lumber has gone from like $5 to $15. Having said that, we've got, I mean, I'm getting calls for rentals all the time. We don't have places to put people, so the demand is so high right now that I would imagine at some point we may have a market adjustment, but I don't see it in the near future. I think Vera covered that one quite well. Actually, she did very well. <laughs> 40 years paid off. <laughs> Nada, what's your experience in dealing with a picky seller or a picky buyer? Okay, so again, that goes to having your, your buyer first qualified, then explaining exactly what they want, then going out and showing them property, if it's the buyer side. And then the buyer has to get re-educated. In today's market, to try to be a picky buyer, it's gonna be very hard. Maybe they should be taught that whatever they didn't like exactly perfectly, they could fix later once they own them. Um, as far as the sellers go, it's a seller's market. They're in a better position to choose and just take what they want. Vera, without naming any names or any specific situations, have you come across a picky buyer and what did you do and how did you overcome that? 
You know, there's different degrees of picky. There's the guy that walks in, knows exactly what he wants, knows exactly what he wants to pay for it and where he wants to live. So that's kind of easy actually, because it's not gonna happen right now. You'd be very lucky, you'd almost have to be tripping on it. But picky as in, you know, a lot of times, you know, people think that if it's listed for this amount, they're gonna come in within 10% and they're gonna get it. That's not happening now. If I'm getting multiple offers on a house, I'm lining them up and there, I have to present every offer. So even if there's 20, I've got to present it. Well, what are we going to do? We're going to go through and say, okay, that one's this much. It's 20,000 less than that one. Then look at it, throw it away. So I'm going to keep my best five and we're going to work those. You know, of course the seller decides, I don't decide what's better, but sometimes being picky as a buyer in this market, you can't lowball, you can't ask for repairs, you can't ask for closing costs and expect to get the house. So what happens is you get your heart broke three or four times and then you decide what matters and you pick, you, you, you take the stuff that's really important and you go from there. Did I answer that okay? You answered it perfectly. Perfectly. <laughs> you can't, you, you guys have done real estate for so many years. You guys are the real estate sisters. You know, that's something that you guys can take and you work offers together and you come together as a team. And that's something that um, the normal person, first time home buyers look forward to doing is having two different opinions. And you bring that to the table because you guys work well together and you've guys been in the real estate market for many years and your experience in the real estate market is more than what these first time real estate agents come in and oh, it's the market's okay, I'm gonna jump on board. No, you've seen it's ups, it's downs, you stayed with it and you guys have made a name for yourself and you guys done very well here in Madeira and Fresno and you've branched out into Chowchilla and Clovis and I, I enjoy, enjoy our conversations we have together. I enjoy our time we spend together. One more question, or a couple more questions, you know, because this this is going so well. I, I just enjoy this time. You having fun? I'm having, I'm having a lot of fun. Um, what do you tell a homeowner that's thinking about investing in real estate at this time? So am I, am I asking them to sell their house and move up? Or are you asking me, should they buy rental properties with their equity? Or just someone that comes to me and says, hey, I've got some extra money, what should I do? Say if they want to take all the equity out of their first home that they've ever bought and then start investing in real estate. Um, the chances of them making it or breaking it or well, I can't give out tax advice or legal advice, but what I did, I can tell you what I did, yes. is I took when I had extra money and I invested in property. Well, when I did that, it helped me tax-wise, and it's either the tenant's going to make the payments or, and they've made my payments, so basically by renting it, I had the tax advantage and I was able to get my properties paid. So for me, personally, it was a great deal. Now the money sitting in the bank isn't doing anything for me right now, so I, I'm also looking. So, but I believe in, I believe in real, you know, assets. <laughs> I like your true and honest answer. Yeah. I, that's one thing talking to the 
to the real estate sisters Vera and Nada is that they give you honest answers even if it's a tough answer and they're having a hard time they still give you yes that is good for you no that is not good for you this is what I would do this is not what I would do but ultimately it's their decision on if they're gonna put their foot in and buy their first home or if they're gonna put their foot in and, and to invest in property or invest in real estate to make rentals um, I've enjoyed all our time Nada do you have anything else to say I was just gonna say on that last topic if you bought the home you can have a fixed rate most likely you're going to go with a 30-year fixed what have you and that will be your monthly payment until your loan is paid off where if you rent rents go up your monthly nut will change you know hello i'm corey valdez advertising executive for the madera tribune newspaper spring cleaning has begun so you know what that means. It's time to gather all those unwanted papers and sensitive documents and bring them to the first ever shredding event for two hours only on May 19th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Madera Tribune office. We're located at 2591 Mitchell Court. It's by Discount Shred. So bring your unlimited boxes and your cash because it's $5 a box. That's Wednesday, May 19th from 9 a.m. to 11. If you have any questions, or if you would like to subscribe to the Madera Tribune newspaper, give us a call Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at 674-2424. We'll see you here. Back to our guest, the real estate sisters, Vera and Nada. It is a pleasure having you here. Um, wrapping up our session here, I have one more question for you, and that is... How do you enjoy doing your podcast? Well, to be honest with you, I think I've listened to one before, and I actually did like it. I think I might do this again. I can't wait. <laughs> and for all our listeners out there, we have a lot more questions for the Real Estate Sisters. Nada, how did you like your podcast? Honestly, before I arrived, I was kind of nervous. But then, now that I've been here, I'm like, oh, I've done things like this before. I can talk. No. <laughs> so, yes, I liked it. it was thank you. Thank you guys very much um, for accepting the offer and coming over here and, and talking real estate with us. I can't wait till we do this again. And next time, making it a regular basis, probably twice a month if I'm hoping everything's correct. And to our viewers out there, if you have any real estate questions in mind that you'd like to ask the sisters, um, you can reach out and email Solis. that's K-S-O-L-I-Z, at MadeiraTribune.net, and I'll make sure the real estate sisters, Vera and Nada, get a hold of your questions, and we'll have them ready for the next podcast. If you would like to reach out personally to Vera and Nada, they can be reached anytime, any day, on their cell phones. And Vera? My cell, I'm Vera. My cell phone is 559-908-8118. I'm Nada, and my cell phone is 559-706-3937. Thank you again to the Real Estate Sisters who put the pro in pro realty. I look forward to having another discussion with you guys soon. Thanks. Thank you.